0: This is Reflections on Investing with the Cornell Capital Group. Episode 2, The Key Investing Equation. Welcome to the next in our continuing series of videos on reflections on investments. And today I'm going to take you through what is probably the most important equation in all of investing. Yes, I know it's an equation and some of you probably might won't like that. But I think you're going to discover that it's well worth it. It'll help you understand your investments, and it'll help you understand what you can expect from the market going forward. So let's get started. I start with P here, and I'm gonna be working with the S&P 500. So you can think of buying an exchange traded fund or buying a Vanguard index fund or whatnot that tracks the S&P 500. The equation will work for individual stocks, but it's easiest to explain and uh, to see how it works if we do it for the market as a whole. And that's probably of most interest to to everybody because virtually every investor has some exposure to the overall market. So, P here is what you pay when you buy this uh, S&P 500 fund. What do you get? Well, I'm gonna write that down as C1. I'll explain what these Cs are in a minute. Plus C2 plus C3 and so on. Now what these C's are, are the cash flows you get by being an owner of the fund that tracks the S&P 500. And what, and what are those? They're two things. Put them on the uh, chart here. They're dividends and buybacks. That's all you get. You, you, you make you may say, wait a minute. What if I sell the fund? Well, then you'll get whatever it's worth at that time, but whatever it's worth at that time will be those cash flows going forward from there. So the total value of the fund for investors today is given by these cash flows. But there's something else to consider. The problem is you pay your money today, you don't get the cash flows till next year, the year after, and so forth. So to compare apples to apples, You need to discount those future cash flows back. So I'm going to do that now. For C1, I divide it by 1 plus K. And K is the discount rate. I'll explain that in a moment. For C2, it's two years. So you divide it by 1 plus K squared. For C3, it's three years. You divide it by 1 plus K cubed. And that gives you the present value of those cash flows, which should be equal approximately to the price you paid. Now, where's this discount rate come from? Again, two parts. Part number one is a risk-free rate of interest, often given by the treasury bond rate. Right now that's about 1.6%. Plus a risk premium. Stocks are risky. Investors demand a premium. So there's the risk premium and I'll get to in a moment what that is. So the discount rate is the sum of the treasury bond rate and the risk premium. Now, how does this relate to the market today? Well, let's hold these, these cash flows constant, these C's. They don't change very much over time. In that case, p and k determine each other if k goes up you're dividing by a bigger number and p goes down now what's been happening in the market recently in terms of p and k and this is where it gets really interesting so let me go to a chart here posted online by my colleague professor aswath the motorin of nyu so here's his chart and, and this line here is that risk premium? You can see it started about five percent, went up as high as eight during the height of the COVID crisis. By the end of 2020, it was down to under five, and just last week, it's 4.22 percent. That's and Professor Demeterin has plotted this since uh, 1990, and that's the lowest it's ever been. So, what happens when the premium gets low? When K is low, P is going to be very high. That's exactly what we see today. Now, the reason this is important is a lot of people say, this is the time. I want to be in the market now. The market's done so well. This is where I can make a big return. This is where I can build my wealth. Well, not so fast. The reason the market has done so well is the risk premium has gone down dramatically. And the risk premium is what you can expect to get. So in today's market, the prices are very high. But what you can expect to get is probably about as low as it's been in 40 years. So the past history is not an indicia of what you can expect going forward. Instead, the equation gives you an idea that the K is as low as it's ever been. So I hope that's helpful and I hope it gives you some insight into investing in today's market. Thanks so much. For more information, please visit www.cornell-capital.com. This memorandum is being made available for educational purposes only and should not be used for any other purpose. The information contained herein does not constitute and should not be construed as an offering of advisory services or an offer to sell or solicitation to buy any securities or related financial instruments in any jurisdiction.